Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen in Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. They were just in Tone's family room. They were. In fact, uh, I greatly appreciate all the help I got from Micah and Connor, two world-class uh, gentlemen and scholars, mm. as they say. Uh, I want to touch your mic. Oh, God. Uh-oh. we got to put Stevie on. Yeah, so Stevie. I call yeah, her the sh- gold dust woman. 
Why is you that? Know Stevie Nicks. Why is oh Stevie Nicks? Is that what they called her? Well, there's a song. Okay. Gold, yeah, Gold Dust Woman. You know I don't know music. I know the songs when I hear them, and that's about it. Uh, Stevie, welcome to the show. Stevie, can you uh, just give everybody, all our podcast listeners, give them uh, just a little bit of an intro as to who you are? Yeah, I'm Stevie. I actually named her Stevie Ray Vaughan, not Stevie Nicks. Suck it, Ken. Holy shataka. Are you talking in the mic? Are you serious? I think so. Okay. If this podcast is a rocket into above the nugget of the... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, so we, we we picked you up off the street a couple weeks ago. Yes. Uh, you were filling your meters, and we started talking to you, and we were annoying you. But we stumbled onto a sports conversation because you said you're not a huge sports fan, but you do love the Cavs. Yeah, I, I mean, I watch sports, but I'm not I'm not really super into it. And how old are you? 26. You're 26, and you said the Cavs are your favorite team, and the reason I wanted to bring you on is because you said one player was your favorite, and I'm like, Man, I am in such a bubble. I don't know who young people in town, how they talk about these teams sometimes. I feel like I'm getting too old, and I don't want to become disconnected with the younger fans. I mean, I get yelled at enough by the younger fans on Twitter. Okay. So when you said your favorite player was... Isaac Okoro. I was flabbergasted. I was <laughs> totally flabbergasted. Your favorite player is Isaac Okoro? Yeah. I mean, I don't have solid reasoning other than... And I don't know what other people like I mean a lot of my friends are into sports my cousins into sports and I live with them so I hear about it all the time and I don't think he's his favorite but I went to a couple games last season and I thought it was really fun to watch and I was like that I always pick a favorite each year and I just chose him so Stevie what is your what can people how can they find you on Twitter what's your stage name or what's your name that you go by my Twitter is Stevie Jash 3 Stevie J-A-S-H 3 okay that's what you go by or what like on the radio that's what you go by no, I go by Stevie. Stevie. Just Stevie. Producer Stevie. Boy, a producer Stevie. Yep. I mean, it is hard in this business to be identified by just one name. That's pretty that I mean that I that's a lot of confidence in yourself. So I'm impressed by that. Thank you. That's not easy to do. I got a coin Stevie. If I just went by Antoine, like I don't know that that would work out for me. No, it wouldn't. Are there any sports people known other than Antoine Carr what? just by the name Antoine? All right, so are you upset, Stevie, that Okoro's been benched and only got 11 minutes last night? Did you watch last night's game? No, I was sleeping. <laughs> you were feeping. Yeah, I got to be here at 5 a.m. So what time did you go to Batty Buys? Game was at 7. 9. You could have watched most of the game. You could have watched most of that game. I had to watch Bachelor in Paradise. I have priorities. What? Is that for the show or is that for your own enjoyment? Both. I mean, we talk about it, so I got to know what's going on. Um, I, I saw the highlights of the game, and I did see that – People were talking that he wasn't playing much. And I'm not shocked. I kind of didn't think, especially with Donovan Mitchell coming on, I kind of figured he wasn't going to have a lot of time. So I'm not really shocked. But so you're not. But you're not upset with the Cavs for for no, benching him. No, I mean him. it makes sense. It made sense. Okay. One final note before we move on. Um, Stevie lives with her cousin, who is a is a what age and gender. He is a man, and he is 27. Okay. Who is a cat? I, I thought what you were going to What does that go, mean? <laughs> what were you saying? I didn't know. Wait, are you telling me that uh, that the school he went to actually had a litter box? No, I'm just kidding. So you live with somebody that's in your age bracket yes. that is related to you that is yes. not your brother. Correct. That is your cousin and a boy. Yes. I think that is a sitcom waiting to happen. <laughs> we always talk about that. 
we always make jokes that we're going to get complaints because people probably think, like, because we're always yelling at each other. There's going to be, like, some calls that we're just screaming at each other and, like, a domestic violence call. But we're just having a good time. There's no <laughs> okay. issues. I need a microphone. Yeah. yeah. Owen wants to get in on this. Um, I think what everybody jumps to is how does that work out when maybe one of you decide to uh, have after hours with maybe somebody else, maybe a partner. Yeah, it's not happening in our apartment, so there's nothing to worry about. Why is that not happening? Uh, uh, great question. Is that is that your cousin's fault or is that your fault? No, I mean, we're just we're, we're chilling, just enjoying our uh, time alone, single. Uh, but what happens is two single... Uh, young youngsters. You guys should have a YouTube show. In their 20s. We you know what happens at the end of a night at the bars? Well, we his room's upstairs. So there's a lot of steps in between, so it's separate. We'll be good. What are you trying to say, Tom? I just wonder how that how that goes down. Are you do you play wingman or wingwoman for each other? No. Is that too is that kind of just gross to think about because it's your cousin that you've known no, for so long. No, I mean, long. him and I have been close our whole life. Like, we really? have another cousin we're close with, so, like, I'm closer to him than my own brother. So... <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, we're just... When we go out, we, we don't even think about that. We just kind of have fun. So, what I mean, if it, if, if it were to happen, if there was some girl he was interested in, I, I would help him out, but I don't think he would want my help. But I then think, would you have to go somewhere else for the night? Would you have to find a different landing no, spot? No, I lived with him before in college, and he had a girlfriend then, so we already went through it all. What are your oh, okay. other interests? I like music. I like podcasts. Um, I like playing basketball. You like podcasts? Yes. Do you like Cadence 13? Don't know what that is. It's the podcast company that our company owns. Oh, I did know that. <laughs> yeah, you, now you I do. I did, because I do have to post podcasts. Dana so. Carvey and David Spade. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Stevie. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, I want to know more. Well, we that's the thing. We are, we, we're are we going to get to know you oh, more okay. and more. All right. I'll be back. Okay. Thank you We'll for see what our listeners have. Twi- hey, what's your Twitter to- again? Yeah, unless they hate me. Stevie? Oh, if they hate you, we're bringing you, were you on more. <laughs> hey, you were slurring. What's your Twitter again? Stevie Jash 3. Josh? Jash. J-A-S-H. Don't ask why. Well, now we're going to be prompted Stevie to ask why. Stevie J-A-S-H-3? Yes. All right. All right, Stevie, thank you very thank you. much. Thank you. Very pleasant, very soothing voice. Thank you very much. All right, When Tom, she's not slurring. What did you want to cool. get into? Because she's drunk. No, we're kidding. Of yeah, course. you wanted oh, to ask reckless. about what you <laughs> offer. You wanted to ask what you offer or what? Oh, so I have done this a number of times at my new home, whether it's delivery drivers, uh, whether it's anybody who's done work on the house, any contractors at all, people that have brought furniture. If it's a big job and it takes them about an hour or more, I'm like, and it's and the second half of the day. You know, we're getting into the golden hour. They've been spending their time. The golden time. Their last delivery of the day. I always ask them, do you guys got any more? And when they say last, I go, hey, you guys want any beers? I got some Labatt Blue Light. Well, you got that pallet load, right? I've so. got a ton of it. Do you so, like Dale Earnhardt with, uh, with, with Budweiser? Is that what he does? No, well, not the, anymore. Not since, you know. Hey, there's been he a divorce. was sober when that happened. You uh, stop it. That fateful right there. Da- Dale Earnhardt used to have a Budweiser room. And they used to come and deliver them pallets of Budweiser. Oh, that is awesome. I ain't shirting you, man. It's that true. is awesome. So, do you, do you think it's uncouth to offer, it's their last delivery of the day, they're just either going back to the warehouse or driving home or whatever, uh, they don't even have to drink whatever I offer them right there and then, although I've it has happened before. 
uh, because they have to be responsible and they have to get home. Do you think there's anything wrong with offering that up? I always offer, do you guys want anything to drink? And I've given water, like yesterday, the delivery drivers. At first they said no, because that's what I think are people you, just say all the time, like no. Are you so, giving it out of a glass or a bottle? This was out of a glass. I didn't have. Yeah. I know I told. You're them glasses I of beer? Told, I, no, 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 water. water. Oh. water. I told Sarah we got to get. glasses yeah. of water? They took it. So I delivered. They took it. I delivered furniture they after I graduated no high school. After The summer after I graduated high school, before I went in the Air Force, I delivered furniture. And so many people that try to just give you. Walk over to the tap and pour some water in a cup for you. I'm like, nah. I feel you. I would be afraid you're trying to put Halcyon in it or something. Trying to get now if you're giving me a bottle. Yeah, give Uh, me a bottle of water, you weirdo. uh, But what happens every time is, no matter what you offer any of the drivers, I think it's just an instinct or a reflex to say no. And then you know they're there another hour. Yeah, they're going to be thirsty. So then eventually they all, sweat. they all say yes eventually. Get thirsty. Yeah, this does well, sound like an abduction plan. Delivery yeah. guys, these these guys came in and actually did an, a little bit of a cosmetic yeah. How old were upgrade they? to the house, right? Uh, one was probably 30, 32. The other was probably 24. Uh, one was the understudy for you sure. ID? Because, okay. you know, if you're under 28, oh, I didn't think. I might have you've got to. Contributed to alcoholism yeah. of a minor. Yeah. Ooh, boozing up the minor there. Uh oh. What do we got? Oh, okay. Brendan was texting me. Yeah, was texting me. Sorry. All right, gotta put away the phone. Gotta right. concentrate. Yeah, on put it away. Here. I was worried about that. I was worried about talking about Gulick on the air. Boy, you uh, you really went for it today, there, didn't you, sir? I like Jesus. I I like to give a window into everybody that we work with. Okay. I think that's one thing as a station we he need to does, get better man. at. I mean, he. I love to give some personality to some of the people that we work with. Did. I didn't like when people were like, oh, you're ripping on it. It was like, man, now I don't mean, I'm not trying to be hard on uh if I was twenty two, If I was 22 years old, I would love to every minute that I'm allowed, A, to be on the air, mm-hmm. and B, that anybody talks about me on the air would not matter yeah. how disparaging, whether his, it's tongue-in-cheek. His basketball. Yeah. His basketball segment was ace. It ran well, today. I think just the whole, you know, Picking on him or whatever is different in radio than it is. If we were just a bunch of financial advisors sitting around and going, Hody, give me two topics on the calves, right? And then <laughs> really ripping his ass for it. Yeah. That would be one thing. But this is this is entertainment. He's got to yeah. hold his own. And yeah. now, it's something that he's wanted to do. Now, right? Hody has some irrational confidence. So that's going to help him in yeah. this business. And will hurt It him. is going to sink him in this business. <laughs> it, he has to be very careful because but, uh, I've been that guy before. I'll never forget. I interned at a local TV affiliate, ah. and they were going over their holiday schedule. And this was back. I was a senior in college. And while they were doing this, and there were some big, there were some big time local broadcasters that made a lot of money that disappeared for a long time during the day to go out for dinner and whatever else. And they were having a very serious discussion about, hey, I can't do Christmas. Can you do Christmas? Can you do this? So they're all trying to barter with each other about who was working the holidays. And I go, hey, guys, I think I got Thanksgiving, but I can't do Christmas Eve. And I thought I was being funny. I thought I was one of the guys. And they looked at me. You want to talk about a wrong move on my behalf? Really? It was so uncomfortable, and I turtled up 
walked away, and I didn't say a word for the next three weeks at this internship. That was the wrong move. <laughs> they were not oh. happy. And I can only imagine what they were saying behind the scenes about my irrational confidence because what I had it. Tone. I came in like, all right, when are you putting me on the air? Like, let's, we're past the demo stage tape. Like, I'm good. Like, when do I get my chance? Like, I came in very cocky, and they were not not happy and they 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 basically cut me down to size not by goofing on me in front of me but i could tell they did not like me behind the scenes and it was it was a a big misstep i had a moment i was a board op i told you i never got to be an intern I, i got well no i got to be an intern for like two weeks and then they fired the person who was in charge of internships um I think they were having an affair with somebody yeah. who was already. That yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, pretty positive. Yeah, tell me more about yeah. that. It was before, like, so the station I worked at was like a. Um, it was like an independent station, still. Mom and like pop. Right, it was like right before they got bought by one of the big stations, right? By the big radio conglomerates, and um, like the the person in charge of it, I think. Pretty much, they were messing around with one of the interns that were already, or like one of the senior interns, whatever. And like we thought we were hot bleep because we were driving around in the station van, and it was a rock station, and so people were just looking at the van, and we thought, you know, man, we're cool. And you got people signed up for the club, the rock. I forget what the rock club was. It was whatever. I don't remember what it was. Did you guys have Wow Whip Them Out Wednesdays? No, we did not do that. And uh, we we were in. Uh, it was cool, man. But, uh, yeah, they fired the person. And I was like, okay, that's the end of that. And then I worked in the college radio station. And then I got a job as a board op. And I got a part-time job. Thank God for Tom Beck. Tom Beck was um, instrumental because I was like, uh, he's like, did you apply for that job? And I'm like, did you see the job? He comes up and he's like, did you see the job that was out, that was out there? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And he's like, did you apply for it? I'm like, no. I don't. I, he's like, why not? It's like, I just don't think I'm ready. And he's like, well, if you just want to piss around and, and not get a job, then fine. I, I didn't know we were here just to piss around. <laughs> and I'm like, uh. That generation was so much more. Oh, yeah. They, I was like. They oh, were in your face. Yeah. They were combative. They I, just were. I applied this guy, Jerry, great guy. He, he like instantly got back to me. And then like he quit. He hired me and then he quit. And I remember I was on. Because he couldn't work with you? I know. I was Man, at. Ken's ego knew no bounds at that I young was age. at Miami. Where's, where's Miami? What's Miami's football stadium called? Uh, Not Miami, Florida. Yeah, Miami, Miami, the Orange Bowl. In Oxford. No, uh, the Tangerine in, Bowl. I, I was like, I, I, I tried it. And they were like, finally, I kept calling. I kept calling. I kept calling. I kept getting the. Uh, and the lady, God, what was her name? What was that lady's Cassandra. name? Her name was Lynn. I got to text my old boss. Either way, she was so nice. She had the best smoke. She had- my Aunt Donna and her had the best smokers laugh ever. Jaeger Stadium. Right. Okay, I was at Jaeger Stadium, and I, uh, and I sent an email. I was there with my college girlfriend. We're covering the game. Akron. Akron lost that day. It was a Thursday. We're coming up to, the- we're coming up to my anniversary in radio because uh, that's the day I got hired. I sent an email. To my old boss, I'm like, I'm just going to send one more email and, you know, we'll take a shot here. I'm feeling bad. I'm like, I can't believe it. I'm not going to. I was like, man, I had the job and this guy quit. Now I'm not going to get hired by this radio station. I can't believe this. And I sent an email and I'm like, 
hang on, I'm going to go number two. <laughs> I went to the bathroom, and I'm on the bowl, and my phone rings, and I and it's a 330 number, and I'm like, I bet it's this guy. I bet it's I bet it's this program director. And sure as hell, it's the program director. And it's my old boss. And I started working there. And like, yeah, man, like it was a lot. It, like you just, you had to make yourself available. I planned um, this trip. Did you wear sweatpants to work? No, I did not. I planned this trip that I planned it. I planned the trip tone. It was go to New York City, Yankees game during the day. Amazing. Mets game at night. Amazing. Subway ride between. I planned the whole effing thing. Lodging, everything. I did it. The whole thing. And a guy we worked with as a board op got arrested. Um, it was He was growing weed in the basement. Like, this was, like, it was a lot of weed. Like, I don't even think you grow that type of weed now. And uh, he was a good dude, man. It was a shame. Just growing weed. He was a really good dude. I hope he's, I don't, I haven't seen him since, and I hope he's doing well now, man. But um, my boss called me. He's like, can you work today, tomorrow, and basically every day for like the next uh, foreseeable future? And I'm like, yep. I couldn't go. My buddies went. My buddies went, and this is like, this is before like you could send cell phone pictures really. So they're like they're showing me the pictures afterwards. I'm like, uh, like my buddy passed out on the subway, got all drunk at old Yankee Stadium, all drunked up, like the whole thing, man. And I'm just like, yeah, you missed out on all of it. I'm running Akron Arrows baseball, but it wasn't like it didn't help me. Oh, it led to something. Yeah, I got out. Of, I got out of line, and I remember this now because it helps me not get out of line now. I remember this to this day. And this is where, because I, I was thinking about this, because you can't, like sometimes, when I feel that, that this is why sometimes I get upset on Twitter, because I don't like to tweet a whole bunch and get in arguments on Twitter, because I'm like, people take context very differently on Twitter, and they feel I'm talking down to them, and I'm not. And I hate that. Because this is a very weird way to say this. Like Hemingway said it best. Like there's nothing noble in talking down to your fellow man. And I, it's I my whole a, act. I learned a very harsh lesson one day, where one day, I I remember I I, I was like I was as old as Hody. And I, no, I was about as I, I was about a year younger. And I worked with this guy named Ryan. Ryan's a great dude to this day. And Ryan. Kept messing this one thing up, kept messing this one thing up, kept messing this one thing up. And it was about, like, it was how to edit this one piece of audio that would make everything sound, how we would go from local programming to national programming, and it would be all be seen, seamless. seamless. And it was how, to, like, they had this this editing software. I know we're getting into real radio weeds here. This is what they wanted. It's what they came here but for. one day, man. He he messed it up. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And he calls me and I'm like, I just flipped out. I flipped out. And I'm like, you, I was like, you F this up again. I can't stand this. This is why you're effing it up. And you, you're you an F up. And you'll always be an F up. You keep doing this. And like he, I, I just let him have it. I just let him have it. And I hung up on him. I was like, yeah. I was like did you do this? You always call me. Da, 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 da. And I hung up on him. And all of a sudden my boss calls me. My boss calls me um, like 10 minutes later. And I'm like, hello? And I didn't think anything of it. And my boss proceeds to cuss me out for 10 minutes straight and tone when I'm saying I didn't get a word in. Because my boss is an on-air personality still to this day. My old boss is an on-air personality to this day. And so I can cuss people out pretty good if I actually have to. You can cuss people out. Owen can cuss people out. We're, we're, we're sitting here in a room with we're people. Cussers. We're really We're really three guys who can really cuss people out. And we've learned from people who can. Owen was in the military, so obviously he knows very well. And Lima's a debater, and I—I I mean, I've learned in radio. You, we're three people who can cuss people out really well if we need to. And this guy for ten minutes, and I'll oh. never forget. He's I like, wish we had audio of this so like, bad. He's like, you don't even have hair on your balls, and you think you can talk to somebody? He's like, listen to me, and you listen good. And I mean, I'm trying to do this. I can't do it justice because he's throwing in f words while he's doing it. <laughs> And he's like, can you ask him to call up and recreate this? You've accomplished nothing and all you do is dreams and I will ruin your dreams before you've ever realized any of it. You think you've accomplished something. You do nothing but press buttons and you will only press buttons and you will only unload trucks if I deem that. And the only (laughs) memory you will have is cussing out your coworker who you're no better than and me cussing you out and telling you this for the rest of your life. Now, you're going to call Ryan, and you're going to sincerely apologize. That's what you're going to do right now. Do I make myself clear? And I go, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, stop effing blubbering like a big, fat, bleeding baby. And I wasn't even fat then. I wasn't even fat. He goes, stop effing blubbering like a big, oh fat, skinny. But be a man. This is like a comfortable to say to this. Ryan. And that's what I did. And he came in. It, this was I remember this was getting close to Christmas because he gave me his joke was Jelly of the Month Club. His joke was Jelly of the Month Club, like in a Christmas vacation. In Christmas vacation. Yeah. So he'd give you a gift, but at first he'd give you Jelly of the Month Club. And I went in, and I mean, I went into his office hat in hand, like I'm I'm just so sorry. And he's like, "Don't f, just don't." Ever. He's like, "You don't need to apologize." Don't. He's like, "He's like, first off, knock this humble." Like he cussed it out. He like cussed, he started cussing okay. again. He's like he's like don't. He's like just don't do it again. He's like and oh and I I'll, I have not that happened. If that happened when I was twenty one, I had not met Liz yet. 
I'm 36 now. That was 15 years ago. And I still remember. I remember... I remember that phone call. I remember where I was sitting. I remember everything to this day, and I've never, I've never spoken to anybody like that in radio since. So you learn. Yeah, you learn from it. Hell yeah, I learn. Hell yeah, I learn. God, hell yeah. It, to this day, it, it is, it is amazing. That's why that generation, though, I Most think unforgettable ten minutes of my I, life. Yeah, but and, and the fact that you could take us through it in that vivid detail, it just shows you that there. That kind of stuff, like, I don't know, today with HR the way it is, the companies, like, he might get in trouble. I do think there's something to be said it, for that that type of interaction sometimes is mandatory because think of the role it played. Like, we've gone on and on about taking beatings from our elders, and there has to be some sort of line there, right? But I'll tell you what, it helped me. It helped me. I know that we're not supposed to treat our kids the way that, you know, our parents treated us or our teachers treated us the way that, you know, we might have to deal with our interns in the future or any of that stuff. But there is a reason. There is a reason that that stuff worked. It wasn't just about bullying. It wasn't just about having that power over somebody. Some people did take it to that uh, length and it was unfortunate. But your boss wasn't doing that, wasn't belittling you to do that just to do it, just Mm -hmm. to take out his week's aggression on you, or he didn't enjoy his lot in life. He wanted to give you a message and have it land a certain way so that you were better for it. Well, So the flag's planted that you'll never forget. Yeah. And it worked. How you're expected to act. He ended up doing that for me. He ended up doing it on my behalf later. We had this guy. So you had, like, without even speaking, like, it's the old, it's a bad example now. Like you ever hear like the whole the Vince McMahonism you're you're gonna eat bleep and learn yep. to mm-hmm. like the taste of it, without even speaking of it, it was like, I just did everything, I I had like there were bags and I was gonna carry them, there was equipment to set up and I was gonna set it up and I was gonna tear it down and anything and then that's what you were gonna do, and one time they did a like we have radiothons here with our music stations we had a radiothon. And I had to get a piece of equipment for a broadcast, and it's gonna be. I got to be very careful here because I don't want to embarrass anybody and, and name names. But he did it on my behalf because one guy who was a broadcaster for a very long time decided to start tearing my ass up, and I'm on the phone trying to set it up. And I mean, he, we, we're in an arena. We are in a sports arena. There are people around, and he's taking me through steps. And this is their biggest, like, he's on the phone at his place. This is the biggest event of their year. They're raising money for charity. And he goes, is that so-and-so cussing at you right now? And I'm like, maybe. And he goes, put him on the phone right now. And, like, you could hear him going, well, I, I, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. And then he, like, he had to apologize to me. So he did it for me, too. So it's like, you know, you just you learn you can't treat people like that. I remember this right at the end of the show. Speaking of respect, what's going on with your boy over there? Yeah, so uh, my oldest one, first ever detention. He's got three days of it. In school, out of school? Uh, Out of school. It's after school. Oh, after school. (laughs) Um, Which he's missing wrestling conditioning for it. Tell us what he did. So they went to D.C. They had their big D.C. trip. He didn't tape anybody's buns together, did he? Well, it's what he didn't do. Okay. Right? So they went to DC. They had to they're they're sharing rooms, right? Four people in a room, so each room set together four four seats in each row, right? These big charter buses. 
So apparently some boy that was in the row behind them um, FaceTimed an ex-girlfriend or an ex-girlfriend FaceTimed him. And during the course of the conversation in which the boy who was in, who was on the FaceTime, I don't think he's a very popular kid. And so a lot of people have been picking on him. He's new to the school. Uh, this girlfriend reports that she's been called two horrible words that you shouldn't call, especially young girls. We right? want to go through some of those words. Do we want to? Oh, yeah, okay. we'll we'll list them off one by one, and you tell me how it's bad. Like the they Jeremy are. Fowler right. report. Who are those key players who've been disappointing? Let's not do that. So anyway, so this all happens. Um, and I get a phone call from his mother, very upset the other on Tuesday. It's like he's got to go to this, and he tells me he didn't he didn't say these words. And uh, I said, "Well, let me talk to Caden. We'll figure it out, right?" So I go pick him up. We're talking about it. I said, "What happened?" He goes, "This girl was called the WH word and mm. an SL word, right?" So at thirteen, so very. They can spell thing, that other right? word. That's not yeah. an easy one to spell. I mean, sling, sling box. Um, so he uh, he goes, I know who said it, though. So right now he's being punished with five other kids because mm-hmm. they don't know who said it. And no Nobody, one wants a rat on No one other. will confess, right? Ah. And he goes, I know who said it. I said, okay, are you going to tell him? He goes, no. He goes, I'm not going to be a snitch for it. Wow, like, at that All age. Right. And go. then his his best buddy, Harry, who sits beside him, him and Harry are like an hour apart age difference-wise. They were born the same day. They're very close. I go, Harry's not one of the boys listed. He goes, yeah. Well, they asked. The only reason Caden's name got brought up is because a kid who he thought was one of his best friends brought his name up. I go, so you didn't tell on Harry? He goes, Harry's a good kid. He wouldn't say that. I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him that he was there. I guess they asked him, and he goes, no, Harry was down. He was in another row talking to somebody. So I'm like, all right, well, said, I can email the principal, or you can just eat it, and you're taking the detentions. He goes, I'll take the detentions. We'll be fine. I'm like, he's grown into a little man now. Well, that's good. Really, you're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just sitting yeah. there. Bunch of pride. What's your, I mean, in my generation, once you're not afraid of the old man hitting you anymore, yeah. you're just sitting there. Like, I remember my first... Do you remember your first detention, Owen? Uh, your dad didn't I was get in you, kindergarten. Though. Your dad didn't get you. Oh, yeah, he probably he got did, me. He yeah. got you? Yeah. Were you afraid, like, your old man was going to get you when you got home? Yeah. I think that lasted until probably high school. I mean, I got detentions, quite frankly, f- quite frequently. But mm-hmm. I uh, I remember in high school, the principal offered me detention or SWATs, and I was like, I'll take the SWATs. And what what really? constituted a SWAT? It was like three with a paddle. Oh, man, the paddle. Like, I'm like, because I knew it didn't hurt. I mean, I'm 5'11", 215 pounds, and lifted six days a week at this point. I'm like, yeah, hit me with that paddle. I said I'd hit Mr. McBurney back, and he said, hey, you could try my ass. And I went, well, okay, no. this isn't going to work. In sixth grade, I tagged Brendan Alexander in between the legs with my foot, and Mr. Paulus, who was mm-hmm. probably – Six five cowboy yeah. had the big still toe yeah. cowboy boots on. He goes, "How would you like it if I did that to you?" I said, "I would not, because you have that sharp t- sharp tipped." What did cowboy you do again on. for your first detention that you got? Oh no, my first one was in kindergarten. I remember it do? very vividly. I threw a rock at Jared Mullen's head. What did you do for your first detention? Was this his first detention or? 
Yes, and wow, he's an eighth made grader. Eighth grade. I mean, the the kids. He's the one that he wants to go to an Ivy League school, and he knows it. Well, that's he, nice. Yeah, things are screwed on straight. So it was, it was a big deal for him to be, to be no, like, Miami I'll take of the Ohio is the public Ivy. Well, I heard that. Yeah, that's why they no, call they'll it never let you forget it. Yeah, they'll never. <laughs> What'd you do? I was no, I was waiting for Owen to get to this big speech where he'd say if he were. The man he was five years ago, he'd take a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem, so the problem is I've still got, this is the middle school building. I've still got, mm-hmm. I've got one other one in that building yeah. right now, and I've got two more to come through there. You can't throw the flames yet. Now at Redwood Elementary, where there's only <laughs> one kid left, believe me, Mrs. Weber, we've talked. But it's one of the early conundrums for any, especially, especially boy is whether to snitch or not to snitch right. because our entire education system of uh, punishment all revolves around whether or not somebody admits to their wrongdoing because in the end, unless it's on camera, there's a bunch of he said, she said, he says. Mm-hmm. So snitching is the only way, and they all play their mind games. I mean, the mind games from our, we didn't have a headmaster or anything like that, from our principal or our assistant principal, or anybody always revolved around, we know you did it. We know you did it, so confess or whatever. That's all That's and all it was. always snitched. And no, no, it was always, well, first it was always me doing the bad deeds. So I had to eventually. I do that to my kids now, though. Well, but that's the thing. I had to make the judgment of whether or not they really had me or not. Yes. Did they really have me? And sometimes they didn't, and they fibbed. And sometimes, like an idiot, I confessed. They knew it. Because they always would have hanging in the balance your future record, whether you can get into college, this amorphous thing that you didn't even know it existed or not. Yes. Uh, the permanent record. The permanent record. record. There it is. And yeah. they would use that against you. And I'd say about 80% of the time it worked. And sometimes it didn't. And sometimes they wouldn't get you. I was always afraid. I remember the, I got a detention. My first detention I ever got was first grade and I wasn't looking at the recess monitor and they sent me to the they sent me to the office for it and they gave me detention and I was so nervous I was so afraid I forged my dad's signature oh yeah which I'm in first grade so you can imagine how good that was and so you're was, now compounding uh-huh. crimes with more crimes and, yeah and first grade to cover up yes I'm not going to use the lady's name but she was not nice to me and I always found her to be a shrew but I, like I say teach a teacher to one kid a shrew to one kid in school is a great teacher to another kid, so I ain't going to use her name. But she was awful, and I couldn't stand her, and I still can't stand her in my memories. But um, I remember we had baseball. We had a baseball game later that day, and my dad was the head coach of our baseball team. And my buddies, Kenny got detention. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And I, like, because they kept, like, right. would you guys shut up like shut up we were i remember we were at genoa elementary playing a baseball game i went to redurban elementary but but did you guys ever play in study hall one person says a bad word then the other person has to say it louder oh you had to play penis game say it louder you had to play penis 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 penis. and finally someone shouting somebody would just like say enough of this please penis (laughs) (laughs) that's what you would do we do this on the air tomorrow Still funny to us. It's still funny in our in our that, that's 30s good. and 40s. That's good when you're a young kid. We still did it in the military when I was 30 <laughs> years old. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, my dad finally found out. I'm like, yeah, I got detention. He goes, give me this slip. He goes, 
did you try to forge my name on this thing? And I go, what's forge? And he's like, forge is when you sign someone else's name. That's a felony. That's the worst. And I go, what's a felony? And he goes, you go to jail for that. I go, I go to jail for writing your name. He goes, hold on. And he reads this. He goes, what is this bullshit? And like he goes into like a whole thing. And then he reads, he goes, okay, this is stupid, but son, you tried to sign my name on this and you kept it from me. So you got, I got to give you a couple for trying to sign my name on this. If you would have just handed it to me, it would have been fine. He goes, this is a waste of my time. Listen, I'm going to go in there and bitch their ear off because this lady and the poor lady, she was. Yeah, I'm not going to bring that up. She tried her best. She was actually a nice lady, but she had a bad day that day and she decided to take it out on just me, whatever. But my daddy, my dad's like, listen, I'm going to go in there and bitch their ear off about this tomorrow because this is this is ridiculous just because you weren't looking at this lady and she decided to take it out on you. But he's like, I can't be having you signing my name to stuff like this. This is ridiculous. So that was it. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 